Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's bring in Tom Murphy from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Tom, good to have you with us. What's going on? Oh, man, it's a beautiful day. About to get out in the garden after this and then um, plug into the sporting world again. So, yeah, a lot going on. Well, we debated the Burks pick quite a bit in the first, you know, hour of the show. And really, it wasn't a debate for us or an issue for us. But, you know, the reception in Tennessee a little cool simply because the A.J. Brown move. Um, And for us, I mean, I feel like when you look at the numbers that Brown produced, that uh, Burks, if he can stay healthy, should be able to produce something close to it pretty early on in his career. Well, I'd like to think, though, that, that he and Tannehill will, you know, develop a good relationship. That The Titans are obviously a playoff-caliber team and in strong position in recent years. Uh, I saw a stat last night that they had the third lowest receiving total um, among their wide receivers in the NFL, lowest the Atlanta Falcons. Um, so, um A.J. Brown apparently wanted a redone contract, was not going to report to um, OTAs. And so I, I guess they decided to cut that off the pass and decided not to let it become a lingering issue. And although Traylon joins the franchise in a, a moment where they've just lost a, a well-respected, you know, in, in some ways local kid, he played at Ole Miss, um, they're getting another one who has comps to A.J. Brown. And I think it was a specific deal. I mean, when we saw that trade go down last night, a bunch of guys were on a text thread were like, hey, they're fixing to pick trailing right here. And I went into the night believing a lot of the forecasts that were had him going in the early 20s, maybe to the Packers. And uh, when that trade went down and they're losing A.J. Brown, you're like, oh, they're fixing to take Traylon Burks. And it happened, and I'm really happy for him. Uh, the fans will calm down if Traylon Burks goes into the NFL and does you know, even close to what he did at Arkansas. Yeah, it's all in, on him now, you know. And I know that's not going to bother Traylon at all. And he probably doesn't even know what the fans are thinking or saying, and he doesn't really care. He's oh, watch out, watch out. Oh, sorry, almost had a uh, truck run into a pole. Did he hit the pole or just, just a trash, trash can? can. Uh, so I, you know what, Tom? I think that this is a situation where uh, where Traylon can thrive because you know his personality. I don't think he'll let that kind of stuff bother him. No, I don't think so at all. And he's such a such a low-key kind of kid. You saw last night, he was happy, but he didn't He didn't do all the wild stuff. And and I, I think it was cool that he made a decision to stay in the state of Arkansas, be with his great-grandma and his fiance. There was a, a really nice party. Sam Pittman was there. Um, Justin Stepp, the guy who recruited him here, receivers coach at Arkansas, was there. And so that meant a lot to him. And no, I don't think, I don't think going to Vegas was a big deal for him. I don't think whatever hype that comes or, or expectation that comes with basically being the replacement for A.J. Brown is, is going to face him. Uh, the Titans are a good franchise, um, and I, they'll find ways to get him the ball, and um, I think I think he will do well. I think it's important to him to um, represent Warren and the state and the, the, the university um, and achieve you know what, he, what his talent will allow him in the NFL. Tom, I thought it was crazy when I saw the press release. He's the highest-drafted Razorback at 18 since Darren McFadden in 08. I mean, that's a span of, what, 14 years? That's the highest-drafted Razorback in 14 years. That tells you a lot about the state of the program. 
It, it does. I mean, and then he's their 24th first-round pick, which, you know, that's not a bad number. I mean, it probably ranks in around 25 or so in the country. But teams like Alabama, I, they might have had 24 first-round picks since Nick Saban got there. And then Georgia had four, or was it five, last night. So yeah, Five defensive that's players. Kind of, yeah, that's the talent level, you know, that Arkansas is recruiting against. And so when they're beating A&M, um, you know, and Mississippi State and LSU's in the same season, you know, that means they're, they're developing their talent and they're playing well on the field and they believe they can win because – and uh, most of those games, they're going up against an overall talent deficit. Saban has more first-round picks than losses in his career. And I think the number oh, I saw God. last night was 40 to 26. 40 first-round picks, 26 losses. I could be off on that number, but, yeah, mm. that's pretty crazy. Uh, Tom, who, who goes to – anybody go today in the second or third round? Could Ridgeway be drafted? I, I think, I mean, when you see some of the projections on him, I, I think I've seen him as high as in the 90s, which would be – you know, I guess somewhere yeah. late in the third round. Third, so he has a chance. Early fourth. Yeah, Myron My- Cunningham, probably not today, but I think Myron Cunningham, Trey Williams, and maybe a couple of others, uh, Monteric Brown, uh, folks will, you know, go ahead and, and snag him up instead of signing him as free agent. But, uh, you know, tonight it's 50-50, I'd say, on Ridgeway. And then uh... – could Jacobs get – or not Jacobs, uh, a defensive back. Is there another defensive back, a potential? Uh, Monteric Brown. Yeah, Monteric Brown. Yeah, Busta Brown. Yeah. yeah, Busta. He, um, you know, I don't know what round, but um, he's, a, he's a real physical guy. I think teams will really like his tackling uh, when it comes to straight line speed and covering in man. Um, he's a guy who might need a little help or – Hopefully he can continue to improve his speed. But I think he's their, he's their top, you know, um, defensive backfield option in this draft. Tom, we got Ole Miss coming in for a three-game series. Uh, sounds like uh, it's going to be windy. But it's going to be going from the indifferent direction tonight, out of the north. That, that's going to be a welcome sight for this Razorback team. Nice show prep, by the way, Wes, because I wasn't aware of that quite yet. So that's good to know. <laughs> they have dealt with, when you think about it, 90-something percent of their game so far this year has either been really cold or rainy or they've, they've postponed or delayed or moved games or the wind has been a big factor. Largely blowing in. Uh, they had it blowing out against Florida, and that played a role in that series. Arkansas couldn't get yeah. balls up in it as much as Florida did, and they lose two out of three. Texas A&M last week, wind was a big factor, blowing out. But lo and behold, they have two low-scoring games, and then the, the wild game. So it's, I think they'll be happy to know that the, the, the temperature is going up some, and the, the wind is blowing out tonight. Uh, that just To me, that just helps Connor Nolan. He's, he's less likely to have balls hit against him that can get up in that and get out of there. So um, I predicted last week on your air that it was going to be a low-scoring game, and it was very low-scoring. Yep. But who would have believed they would have lost the game they gave up two flipping singles in um, and then lost that series? Tom, I'm worried about the hitting uh, and the lack of uh, clutch hitting, uh, the lack of hitting with runners in scoring position. I saw earlier this week, runner on third, less than two out, Arkansas scoring that runner 47% of the time 
and that's worse than the SEC. And their batting average that, with runners in scoring position is next to last in the SEC. Yes, I, I wrote about those very things today. And those that number, uh, runners on third, less than two, that's a horrific number. Um, and Dave Van Horn and his staff are very well aware of this. And I think they're a big you know, analytics team. Everybody is now. Um, and so you're getting higher strikeouts and, you know, uh, you're getting more home runs. But um, it's the simple things like uh, when, when they had runners on second and third against A&M and that, that huge comeback, if, if Brandon Webb, uh, Braden Webb can bunt the ball and run some type of squeeze or safety squeeze, something, they can get that run in, hit a chopper. But, no, they're striking out. Now, I know the Razorbacks pride foul and thought that the strikeout pitches on both Webb and Slavens were out of the zone. But Dave Van Horn pointed out yesterday that they also had pitches that I think they fouled off that if you get a pitch you can handle in, a, in a, at bat against the left-hander that's as tough as that guy was, Pilots, that you've got to do something with it. You've got to hit a sack fly. You know, put it in play. And they just didn't do that. And, and I'm with you. I think ultimately the last game of the season last year, it came down they couldn't hit a guy, who, a right-hander, who had something like a 5 ERA. And um, they've, got to, they've got to advance runners at a better rate and not strike out as much is the bottom line. I think we may have lost the guys, Tom. Um, oh, sounds yeah. like it. Yeah, I don't. I didn't hear anything. Well, I hope they didn't lose me. Yeah. Do you have a uh, NFL team? You're a Falcons, Falcons fan, aren't you? How do you feel about Drake London? Yeah. Um, I hope he has a better career than um, you know the other guys that got drafted around him. But I don't know if he will. I mean, I, I hope Traylon has a better career than him. But I'm worried about. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jury's out. It could be hard to be optimistic. The Falcons are—it's looking like some bleak times over there. Sorry to sorry yeah, to say it that. Is. But how about how about you, Cowboys fan? No, I am a Washington football team fan. Actually, a Commanders wow. fan now. I should say I got to get used to saying Commanders. Um, I'm happy with with Jahan Dotson. I, I would have preferred Burks, of course, but Jahan Dotson's pretty good in, mm-hmm. himself. So he is, man. Well, those highlights, those clips they showed on him last night were just stunning. Yeah, he's so. impressive. Um, I guess maybe we'll let beat, you. Maybe they beat us. Hmm? You can can you can continue. No, I was just gonna say they, maybe they beat Arkansas Dotson in that game. Who knows? But possibly. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll let you go since they're having trouble connection wise. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, I mean if you want if you want to call back if you change your mind go go, go ahead and call. Thanks. All right, I'll talk to them. Thanks.